As women, we often have unspoken experiences that need open dialogue without fear of judgment. Well, Tori and Ebony are no exception. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yep, we're talking about it. If having a safe space to express yourself and learn from one another appeals to you, then sis, you have found your tribe. So come in, have a seat, and journey with the Vibrant Souls. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Vibrant Souls. My name is Tori. And I am Ebony. We're struggling a little bit today, but we're yeah. going to... so bear with us. Yeah. You know... We're going to pull this episode together for yes, you guys. Yes, because we love y'all. We do. Dearly. So... Yeah. <laughs> but um, we're this... We're a little tired and a little challenged yes. today. <laughs> right. It's raining outside, you know. Yeah. So. We've had a long, long weekend. Yes. But, um... This episode is titled, Men Set the Tone in the Household and Women Create the Atmosphere. So it came about, I was listening to a video or a conversation. It was called Relationships in the Pursuit of Happiness. And it was facilitated by um, Keon Henderson, Torrance Moore, and Damon Hammond. So if you guys want to check it out pull it up on YouTube. It is a it was a really really good conversation about relationship. But um something that Torrance uh, said in his in the conversation was men set the tone in the household and women create the atmosphere. And he was just speaking on the fact that well I have a quote from him. So he was saying that men feel just as unsafe um as women do. Mm. He said maybe you think and he was pertaining to his relationship that maybe you think your opinion should be mine or the way you think about something should be the way i perceive it that becomes an unsafe place because your opinions begin to supersede my thoughts my feelings and my mindset he said you want your opinions to become mine and that makes it an unsafe area for me because mm. i can't vocalize what I'm feeling to you. And so I have to find a place where I can. So he said, I'll shut down. Yeah, (laughs) right, yeah. yeah. So he was like, I'll shut down that part of me and I'll go over there and now I'm open, now I can do it. Because um, he was referencing um, something where- That's what I was gonna ask when he said he shuts down and he goes over there, does he mean to someone else or? Um, he, well, he was talking about in church, like the, the, he'll go to church and he just feels more free there. Or maybe, I don't know if you're out at a restaurant or something and you're just more open, Mm -hmm. you know, with strangers or whatever, because his wife said that you, the person that you are out here Mm -hmm. isn't the person that you are in here, you know, in, in the Mm -hmm. house. And so, um, what he was saying that he he just never really asserted himself in that way. Like he, he felt like he couldn't, you know, express himself. So he kind of shut down and then that creates the environment. You know, if you're shutting down, if you're not there, then that creates the environment where she's going to not hear you or overlook, you know, your thoughts and opinions. And so I thought it was a really, really good. Yeah. That's (laughs) yeah. Yeah. 
pretty profound to hear those thoughts, mm-hmm. um, especially to know that us basically wanting them to feel the way that we feel creates an unsafe environment mm-hmm. for them. Yeah, yeah, because we'd be like, why don't you? I've get never it? heard why it don't you? Right, that way. <laughs> right, right. So mm-hmm. for the, for him to vocalize it in that way, like we don't feel safe here. Like if you want us to be and think the way that you are and the way that you think. Mm-hmm. we've basically not made room for them. Right. So they don't, haven't. Yeah. Right, right. And and it goes to show that, um, well, he, so he said that when he began to assert himself in that area of expressing his, mm-hmm. you know, true thoughts and opinions, um, and the more he started talking and being open, then she started creating the safe space for him to, to be. And so I feel like a lot of us, a lot of women, um, I mean, he, he's right. We do create the environment. Like, mm-hmm. whatever the man values sure is what we're going to create. So if the man values mm-hmm. um, providing, you know, the house or providing, we're going to take care of that house. That's right. You know, we're going to have that house running woman. good, you know. Yeah. Whatever you give a woman, that's what she cultivates and that's what she multiplies. Yes, exactly. Be it good or bad. Good or bad. Right. Right. Good or bad. Right. Um, they're the it, they're the leader. We're the mm-hmm. reflection of them. Absolutely. And so, yeah, you know, the man's role in a relationship is is to lead. That's what's innate to a man is to lead. So in that relationship, it is his job to set the tone. Mm-hmm of that relationship. And the woman will create that environment based on his leadership. Mm -hmm. So it's important for men and women alike to know their respective places Mm -hmm. in the relationship because if there's any type of role reversal Mm -hmm. at all, then you've got turbulence and chaos in that relationship. Right. And and that's where we end up not um that's where we end up bumping heads with one another and creating unnecessary strife in our relationships because we're we're not in our respective places. Right. And I know we've preached this yeah. before. <laughs> right. About women being in their places and men being in their places, but they're there for a reason. They are like this natural order is there right. for a reason. Right. Yeah, because it we w- don't work well when we're trying to fill the other's shoes. No, not at all. <laughs> we and just we don't. think we do, but yeah. it, it really causes a lot of mess. Yeah. But, but um, the man is going to set the tone, but it's important to know that when he's leading and he's setting the tone, the woman is setting the pace. Yes. Um, that And, and a, another good point that he said was, you can tell how your household is based on what the woman says. Because, you know, if you're out and mm-hmm. you're at, and somebody asks the husband, well, how is everything going? And he's just like, oh, it's good. But if you ask the woman, she's going to be like, child pray for him or you know child this or she's gonna say a little you know a little bit of truth under her you know there's an undertone Mm -hmm. there and so I just feel like (laughs) pay attention to them subs yes (laughs) because it's it's some truth in that yes yes um but I definitely think that we miss a lot of opportunity um when we operate when we're not when when we're focused on like things or or trying to fulfill like roles instead of mm-hmm. the heart of the person. Yes. You know, I think women naturally want to create um 
a safe space for their emotions. We want to like take the pain away mm-hmm. or we want to help them, you know, solve their like mm-hmm. deepest <laughs> problems. You know what I'm saying? It's innate to us yes, as women. It's innate yes. to us. <laughs> but at the same time, if the man isn't um, open enough, mm-hmm. then she can't really, really truly yeah. operate in that role. And then she's more on the surface of like, yeah, I know I'm always preaching masculine energy, feminine energy, but it's mm. important. It's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, it is a thing. Mm-hmm. We have women who don't operate in their feminine energy, and we have men that don't operate in their masculine energy and want to know why there's hell in the home. Right. <laughs> but And, and then a, another important point to um, call out, too, is when there is a disruption in that household, when there is a disturbance, mm-hmm. the first thing a man wants to do is say, she changed. Mm-hmm. Point the finger. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Not no, really no, no, knowing. No, no, no. Not realizing, men, you have gotten out of order. How much influence they really, you, truly you have. stepped out of your role yep. as a leader. Mm-hmm. That's right. what has happened. And now you, the tone now has not allowed the environment of peace and mm-hmm. safety. She mm-hmm. doesn't feel safe with you right. anymore. And she doesn't trust your leadership anymore. Right. When you see her moving different, please know you have lost yeah. control in the sense of leadership. Mm-hmm. You've, you've, you've stepped off. Right of your throne right and it doesn't mean that it's over or that no. it's a wrap you know you you, you have to use to that as feedback yeah. right it's yeah. time to regroup right but please know that that's what happens because the woman is being reactionary yeah mm-hmm. so when you are noticing her shift in behavior don't if you really want to rectify the problem don't go point the finger and say oh you've changed yeah you change without having a moment of self-reflection and some assessment of am i in order Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let me check myself and see what am i doing Mm -hmm. now or what am i not doing Mm -hmm. you're either doing something now that you weren't doing or you stopped doing something that you were doing right right and you know what the interesting thing is when you talk to men Mm -hmm. men can tell you that things were so great in the beginning, but then when something happens, they can never go back and tell you why. <laughs> At all, they can't. They can never. They say don't they, know. They just well, know that it's changed. That you're just not the same. You're not. Well, it, well you're she not was all good the then. Yeah. <laughs> but they can never put a finger on the pulse and identify what were the things you were doing. Like, let's point out. Maybe I was taking her to dinner or. You know, I was complimenting her more or I was surprising her with flowers. Like mm-hmm. they can never go back and put their finger right. on what they Where were doing at was. the time when things were great. They can just only say, well, in the beginning, everything was yeah. good. Yeah. That, that, that is, is true. That is so bizarre to yeah, me. Yeah, that is true. It's, it's bizarre to me. Not knowing that that no is the origin p- of the happiness. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the peace. Right. <laughs> it's weird. And I think that we have to understand that the point of a relationship is when two people get together that they can help each other, like foster growth mm-hmm. in each other, not just um, an environment where you're just existing and yes. living, which a lot of it is because the leader places value just on, you know, everybody's got food on the table, everybody's right. got this, <laughs> then we're good, you know. Yeah. But you have to 
have create that environment for spiritual growth for emotional you know health for mental health you know just everything so yeah all of that yeah be a leader yeah because trust me women we don't want to teach you how to be a man Mm -mm. at all and we don't like operating in masculine energy right at all (laughs) and don't be afraid to open up you have to you have to open up you have to because that the more open you are the more freer both of y'all are going to be i was just doing this little preaching moment just for a second because i know the men especially the ones that i converse with Mm -hmm. that always get the strong independent neck rolling i don't need no man Mm. (laughs) type women Mm -hmm. and i'm preaching because i want those men who encounter women like that to know they don't mean what they're saying. That right. woman is tired. Right. She is tired <laughs> she would, because she is not being supported. Mm-hmm. And she has not had a man who was operating in his masculine energy and being the true leader that he should be. Mm-hmm. Leading at her pace, not by force, mm-hmm. which is a difference. Mm-hmm. So when a woman has had a man that has tried to push her in a in places and spaces where she wasn't ready to be pushed that's force a man leads but he leads gently yes he guides he leads her. gently and he leads by learning and yeah. understanding yeah. and knowing mm-hmm. the woman that he's with you have mm-hmm. to gain understanding yes. of who she so is important. that yes. is so I'm, I'm just you know gonna debunk that whole myth for you guys that that woman don't need no man don't want no man and all this i can do it all by myself right she's just tired yes and she don't need no headache yeah she don't want a headache (laughs) and she just needs a lot of love right right isn't it the answer to everything though it really is (laughs) it really is we all are out here just stressed out and under love right (laughs) we need to learn how to love better how to love well yes deeply yes and truthfully Uh, yeah and the church said amen amen (laughs) okay so as i'm perusing through these emails Mm -hmm. because it's time for a listener letter yes let's see what we got today okay Hmm. Okay. Have one called Healing Old Wounds. Okay. Your episode titled Toxic Relationships and Environments put me on the path of healing. I've struggled with trust issues for most of my life. This has made for a lonely existence, which I was determined to change. I forced myself to relive my childhood in hopes of uncovering the source. As a young girl, my mother would often host card games with friends at our house. I remember they would all laugh and kiki with one another, but as soon as one of them left the room, they would dog the other one out. She would do the same on the phone, all pleasantries while talking, then trash talking the minute she hung up. I now realize that her behavior is the root cause of my distrust. She didn't know then, and she doesn't know now for that matter, that her actions were teaching me to not trust people. She taught me with her behavior that people will be nice in your face and the opposite behind your back. If my own mom was capable of doing this to the people closest to her, How could I trust anyone? I've always dated the bad guys, the ones that were abusive, because I couldn't believe the nice guys. 
and I didn't think that good guys were actually genuine. I struggled with accepting compliments and never really had friends as I feared that they were always talking and laughing at me behind my back. As I continue to do my healing work, I want my letter to serve as a cautionary tale to all the glorified, harmless gossipers. You never know whose impressionable ears are listening and the seeds that you may be planting. That's good. First of all, kudos to you for doing your healing work. Yes. Because that takes courage. It sure does. <laughs> Just even acknowledging that, okay, I got a problem. Right. A lot of us want to become comfortable in our dysfunction mm -hmm. and just say, this is just who I am. Yeah. This is the way I've always been. Right. Well, beloved, just because you've always been that way doesn't mean it's healthy. Yeah, right. Exactly. And also the fact that she was able to trace where it came from, that's, or, you know, the awareness of kind of like. And it was so interesting to me that something that I know that we've all bear witness to of. Uh, I keep thinking about the scene from Friday. Which which when, when the mama's outside and Miss Parker's outside watering her grass. Yes. And she, and she looks across the street and she's like, mm, now I know she not outside. And right. Like, hey, girl. <laughs> right, right. Yep. <laughs> so yes. even just like reading this, I think about that. Like, okay, she's over here smiling. Like, hey, girl, I'm going right. to get off. And then turn her head and be like, bitch. Right. <laughs> And it's like, yeah. we've all seen it. Yep. And we've it's all familiar. done it. Yeah, right. like it's normalized. It's Right. But to know that for her, mm -hmm. this is, you know, what we deem as harmless. And so I was glad that she said, yeah, for the glorified harmless gossipers, because mm -hmm. gossiping, she raises a good point. It's not harmless. Right. No. It's Do not we at all. say it's harmless only because the other person the person on the receiving end isn't aware that you're doing it mm -hmm. but we never think about the people who are within earshot of what you're saying of how that saying, affects yeah. them and i think it also affects the gossiper too because they're thriving off of something that is not good like it's just toxic anyway mm -hmm. to be talking about people or to be doing you know telling mm -hmm. people's business and all that but they get some kind of you know gratification or some kind of something from it i've found especially with um my older population mm -hmm. that just don't have nothing else going on so they just it's just what they do it. yeah that's true yeah and I, so it's there's, a a, there's right. Yeah. So I just feel like there's not enough fulfillment in your own life. Right. When your your you know your topic of conversation amongst your friends is, oh, what Other Kelly people. did, and let me tell you about so and so. And girl, did you hear? It's like. Mm -hmm. I also think it it has something to do with what's going on in your life that you're you're so empty that you are being filled by what other people are doing as opposed to what you got going on. I think it's an escape. I mean, it's a, it's or, a mechanism hey, where you don't yeah. have to focus on yourself, where you're running away from yes. your own yes. issues, where you don't even know Good, how to get yeah, very into valid them, point. <laughs> and you don't even really see yourself. So you, you're more comfortable talking about other people's problems or other people's okay, issues. Okay, so you know another method of deflection. Yeah, I really think let, it's let me some not. type of... Talk yeah. about me and the crap I got going right. on. That I, I don't even be. know where to start to talk about it. Yeah. I don't know how yeah, to get in there too. and get it out or whatever. 
and I'm just gonna ignore it and I feel good when I talk about other people. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. that is something of that nature. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, you got a very valid point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One I've had not considered, but yeah. Yeah, I do. Something to that. But I'm glad that our um, episode on toxic relationships and environments helped you. Yes. Um, we're always so happy and um, so full whenever we know something that we've said has helped someone mm-hmm. on their healing journey because that's why we started this whole thing to begin with yep. is help women in these places where they don't feel like they can express themselves and talk about real issues and things that happen in their real life mm-hmm. um, have a space to do that so mm-hmm. again like Tori said kudos, yeah, kudos to, you to you for doing your yeah. healing work keep, keep it up <laughs> We good? Our hearts and minds are clear? Yes, they are. All right, you guys. Peace, love, and light. Bye.